The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. This is A's All Night. Lariano has hit it out again. A's Baseball, just for you. Here is A's All Night. I'm Alex Jensen, and it's time for A's All Night. The A's dropped the rubber match of their three-game set against the Cubs on Wednesday, succumbing to two beginnings and falling to Chicago by the final of 10-1. We begin on Wednesday with pitching and defense, as Chad Pinder negotiated a tricky part of Wrigley Field to end the bottom of the second inning. Bailey's pitch is swung on, lifted down the left field line. Pinder going over in the corner and out of our view, and he's able to make the catch. Right down the left field line where the stands jut out and there's no room down there to negotiate, but Pinder makes the play. And Schwarber is out. And Bailey is retired sixth rate to start the game. In the top of the fourth, the A's became the first team to strike, manufacturing a run with three quality at-bats against Cubs starter Jose Quintana. After a Marcus Simeon leadoff double, Matt Chapman followed with a fly ball to right field to move Simeon to third, setting the table for Matt Olson to drive in the first run of the ballgame. Left arm left, he swings and drives one right center field. On the run, Castellanos with Hayward, and Hayward on the track. Near the Ivy makes the catch. Waltzing home is Simeon on a sack fly from Matt Olson. And the A's strike first, they lead 1-0. Olson's 50th run batted in. Didn't miss by much. Maybe the wind knocked that one down, preventing home run number 23. But the A's get the game's first run. Yeah, great job of hitting against the lefty. I think that's... Like eight rows back in the bleachers on Monday night. Chapman, battling a few bumps and bruises and in the throes of a two-for-47 slump, knows better times are right around the corner and says he's focused on doing whatever he can to help the club. I know when I look back at it, you know, this won't seem like that long of a stretch when we finish strong and we end up where we want to be. So, yes, my ankle and knee are a little banged up, but that's that's all part of it. That's part of baseball. And, you know, I don't want that to be an excuse for anything. If I wasn't able to play, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be playing. So I feel ready to play and I just need to pick it up and I'm going to. I can own up to, you know, when I'm not playing well. And for me, it's about taking each day as a new day and just trying to find a way to help the team win. Like today when I got Marcus over, I know that's not the biggest thing in the world, but for me, it's a good at that and I just got to build off those little things. A skipper Bob Melvin weighs in on his all-star third baseman. You know, he's, he's battling some aches and pains too. You know, he has been for a while. You know, the ankle and knee thing, and that's one of the reasons I got him out of there last night and one of the reasons I gave Herman the at-bat today. So he's trying to battle through these things, and potentially if uh, I need to give him a day off, I will. But he, he usually wants no part of that. The Cubs wasted no time in coming back and struck for a big inning in the bottom of the fourth against A's starter Homer Bailey. With one out and runners on first and second, Javier Baez continued a big series by evening the game for Chicago. Hit hard toward right field to face it. Down in front of Piscotti, around third is Brian will score. Rizzo gets to third base, a long single for Baez, and the Cubs come right back to tie it. Baez goes the other way, his 77th run batted in, and this game is tied at one. After a walk loaded the bases, Ian Happ came to the plate and promptly cleared them in grand fashion. And high and deep to left center field. Back is Canna at the wall, and it is a grand slam. First pitch swinging, Ian Happ delivers. Rizzo, Baez, Schwarber, and now Happ with his second home run in this series, his second career grand slam. 
And suddenly it is 5-1 Chicago. In search of a quick response, the A's got a leadoff double from Chad Pinder in the top of the fifth, but couldn't get him home. As Dustin Garneau ended the inning with a hard hit ball that Here's found a, a glove. Two, and it's a line drive, one hop, speared, knocked down at short, Fires throws to first for the out. The A's hit some balls right on the button in this top of the fifth, but failed to score. And halfway through our ball game today after a four and a half, the Cubs lead the A's 5-1. In the bottom of the fifth, a pair of hits ended the day for Homer Bailey, who exited with two outs and runners on the corners. So in came Lou Trevino to try and get the A's into the dugout, trailing by just four, but the Cubs had other plans, as two straight hitters came through to blow the ball game open. Comes to the plate, it's swung on a line drive into right center, going to get down for a hit. The run scores from third. Rizzo goes to second, Baez delivers again with a soft line drive into right center and the Cubs take a 6-1 lead. Schwarber's up, the pitch by Trevino and that swung on lifted a left field hit well. Pinder going back, get the track, right to the wall, he'll watch and that one is gone. And Kyle Schwarber goes the other way and now the Cubs have really broken it open. It's 9-1 in favor of Chicago. A three-run shot the other way. Allowing the two earned runs in just a third of an inning, Trevino's ERA jumped to over five again. And after the ball game, Bob Melvin offered his thoughts on his reliever. Well, we used him in a down game, and we brought him into a, a game with some guys on, or at least a guy on. I thought he made a good pitch to Baez, who bloops the ball out, and then doesn't make a good pitch to Schwarber. You know, we're trying to get he and Blake both back to kind of where they were and we're not there yet but I think in Lou's case maybe he needs to have a little bit more faith in, the, faith in his fastball. The three-run home run also closed the book on A's starter Homer Bailey who gave up seven runs in his four and two-thirds innings with no strikeouts in taking the loss. Melvin and Bailey relived the day for the A's starter who perhaps deserved a better fate. You know actually first three innings were pretty good you know maybe didn't have his put away pitch today which may have cost him a little bit later you know no strikeouts but I thought the first, first three innings he was sailing on pretty good like we've seen him when he's been good and then you know obviously comes down to basically in the game two at bats. Uh, you know I thought early on we rolled to him pretty good and then obviously that one inning kind of got away from us you know there was a pitch to Baez that was caught a little too much plate and then obviously the one to have got a little bit um, higher than I wanted to but you know looking back obviously you'd like to say maybe change the pitch or make a little bit better one but you know other than those two that's just kind of what us. I mean, so it's kind of, you know, those are tough to swallow, felt, especially when, you know, the majority of the pitches that were made today were pretty solid. I think there were some good ones that were thrown and they just laid off them just under the zone and, um, you know, he wasn't exactly giving a low strike. So it, that makes it hard for a guy like me who depends on the split under and sliders, you know, underneath to, to righties. And, um, you know, that's just, man, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Meanwhile, the A's offense did not have much success against Cubs starter Jose Quintana as the lefty cruised in his seven innings, giving up just one run on two hits while striking out seven. Bob Melvin on the lefty's effectiveness. We obviously didn't have a very good time with him. Marcus had a couple good swings, and that was about it. You know, Pinder double, I think we only got three hits, so you don't win many games when you get three hits. But, you know, fastball both sides, just enough changeup and curveballs to keep us off balance. With the A's still trailing 9-1 to heading into the bottom of the eighth, Blake Trinan entered the ballgame to get some work, and after getting the first two men out, ran into Victor Caratini, who capped a productive day for the Cubs' bats. Caratini, it's a swing and a fly ball center field. Canna going back, still going back at the track. He'll watch. Man, that's a tremendous home run. Straight away center field by Caratini. And the Cubs lead 10 to 1. In the top of the ninth, the A's got a pair of base runners with two outs against Cubs reliever Pedro Strope. But the righty got Mark Canna to end the ball game and deliver the series to Chicago. Here it is, and it's swung on a miss. This game is over. 
So the Cubs take two out of three from the A's. And now a day off tomorrow for the Athletics before the A's venture to the south side on Friday afternoon. Final score, Cubs 10, A's 1. So with the loss, the A's fall back to 15 games over the 500 mark at 65 and 50. And after a day off Thursday in the Windy City, we'll head to the south side where Mike Fires takes the ball on Friday in the opener of a three-game series against the White Sox. On the A's day off, don't miss A's Cast Live with Chris Townsend from 4 to 7 p.m. on Thursday where he'll be joined by A's general manager David Forst, President Dave Cavill, White Sox beat writer Scott Merkin, and others. Friday's pregame coverage of A's White Sox gets going at 11.15 a.m. with A's Total Access, followed by first pitch at 12.10 along the Oakland A's radio network. Thanks for listening. I'm Alex Jensen, and this is A's All Night. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.